make anything as much explosive as space there. I think it's all the sugar and the baked beans because yeah, um, it's definitely the sugar. It's great. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Well, Jay. Yeah. We're thirty years old. Okay. We're on show thirty. <laughs> you mean thirty weeks? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I did think about that actually when I was looking through the doc. I was like, oh, 30. Yeah, that's quite interesting. It kind of feel feels like, like longer. I feel like it's been longer. Mm. I don't know. I feel that. I feel that. I think longer, but also. So, like, what it is is I look back at the first few shows and I'm like, that was only episode two. Yeah. Kind of I think thing. I'm such in like the swing of things now. Like I don't even like think about it. Whereas before I sort of thought about it maybe a little bit more in my head. Before we went live, Jay, or start recording, I saw that you put on a news story that Hideo Kojima is working on a new game. And I took the mick out of you a little because, uh, I mean, what else would he be doing? I mean, you know, he's got some money now, so he can do whatever he wants, can't he? <laughs> Oh, I see. So it's a proper tweet and everything. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Official, we are officially working on a new project. Look forward to something in the near future is basically what you're saying. All right. Well, look, Jay, I've, I haven't got a history with Kojima. So my question's to you. Mm. Is it a Death Stranding sequel? I mean, I hope it's just like in the same universe, at least. I don't know. Or maybe just like... It's aesthetic. I feel like with Hideo, he's the kind of person who will make a completely different game, but there'll be some connection somehow. Like how PT is supposed to be connected to a bunch of other things. You know, stuff like that. Like, it'll be connected, but it won't be how you think. It'll just be some sort of, like, weird, mind-melting, you know, way of, of <laughs> things coming universe. together. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I look back on Death Stranding, I really, like, I thoroughly... Actually, now that I think about it, you asked me a question while we were playing Destiny about what game I would like to play again. Death Stranding's definitely... Like, I'd love As to, in, like, eliminate... And yeah, then eliminate the memory and then again. go back and play it again. Yeah, I'd love to do that again. That was... Just, yeah, it was pretty insane. It was very... It was, like, simple, but it had to be simple. Because if it was any more complicated, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. You just... It was, you needed that simplicity of literally go from here to here and just deliver stuff. Like, anything more than that, it just started to get a bit annoying, really. But, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that game, so... Yeah, whatever he makes, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna thoroughly enjoy that too. And with his history, you know, um, you know, he can't really fault the man, can you? So, you know. Any, mm, when do you think this game's coming out realistically, Jay? Twenty twenty three at the earliest. Oh, I think that's being ambitious, personally. Like I said, the earliest. Okay. Like I'd say, late twenty twenty three will probably it'll pro- will probably get a release date. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe late yeah. 2022 we might get a release date and it'll come out maybe a year later or something, I don't know. So I know they're hiring, but he's got the foundation of the team there compared to before Death Stranding when he was putting the team together, right? Yeah, I would say so. Like it, the reason why Death Stranding took so long is because he had to literally start from the ground up. Yeah. He had to buy yeah. a building, he had to buy all the equipment, he then had to... Find you know, an engine. Basically make the people, make the place, the office that they worked in look nice enough. They had to then make. He had to then use the engine that was from who was what was the engine he used? Gorilla Studios. That's it, Gorilla. Yeah, he had to then take that and modify it to how he wanted to use it. Then he had yeah. to also come up with the story. Like it took so long to go from zero to a hundred, but now he's probably somewhere hovering around sixty already, just because he already has so much done. So yeah, I can't imagine it will take as long, but maybe he's got to sort of develop a few things for next gen anyway. So. Yeah, I guess this will be a purely next-gen game, which is exciting. I think it would be disappointing if it was DLC for Death Stranding, honestly. Oh, Jay, no way. No way. I mean, yeah. that would have been out by now. No way. Yeah, no, that would... Yeah. I don't... It doesn't. The game ending doesn't really lend itself to that anyway. Yeah, sure. I don't think. Sure. I mean, you could, but it wouldn't make much sense. And we've got... Again, I mean... I think this is loose speculation, but like, who didn't kind of think about this? But anyway, point is, is that it looks like there's a job advertising at Sucker Punch, who made Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. and it's asking, you know, do you, they like writing stories set in feudal Japan, right? Is it, yeah, I... I think that's probably more for DLC stuff. Do you? I mean, I'd hope it was for a sequel, but the game, again, doesn't really lend itself to a sequel. They could do another Feudal Japan game with a different story, perhaps. Well, from what the 
the job listing says it's supposed to be in the same time frame. It's supposed to be around the same time, like 1274, I think, was when it was set. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, uh-huh. I can't imagine they do. I mean, unless it was like taking place in another part of Japan, I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, there, was, there were things... I mean, Japan's got a really awesome history, actually, but I think about it. It'd be cool if they did something about the Shogunate back on the mainland. That'd be pretty fun. To be fair, know. Jay, I I agree with you. I don't think this this job is necessarily for a sequel. It could. Do you know what? It could be a Miles Morales type sequel. Which let's not get into the debate. But you know <laughs> what I mean when I say that. Mm-hmm. And any Jay, any news from many when you follow on the Legends stuff at all for Ghost? What for Ghost? Yeah, no, I haven't really seen if anyone's enjoying it. I've just seen a lot of people. I say right. a lot. I've seen a few people who are like trying it out, and well, from what I've seen, it looks quite good. But again, I'm not really not in the mood for it at the minute, so I might that come back me. to it in a while. I'm not really sure. I, I wish I had this game, Jay, because I'm sure we'd love playing this mode together, which we might do one day. I'm sure but it does crush. It does crush me a little that I guess you don't feel the need to go back because it does look. I like think North that's just mode. me, though. I think I'm the kind of person like with DLC has always been one of those things that I've loathed. It's, like, it's always been like that sort of like annoying little brother or like you know just like <laughs> just something like it's like it's been a bit of a hindrance or an annoyance it's just kind of like it usually comes out way too late for me like my yeah. hype for a game is is maximum two weeks after a game comes out if it's good enough um, as in you're you're in the moment of the game yeah like kind of if, if if i haven't completed the game in two weeks then i'm probably not going to finish it more than likely um and if obviously dlc usually doesn't come out until like a month or two after the game anyway and i I can't i can't then come right back to a game like that like my mood just doesn't lend itself to do that a lot of the time so um, i think if i was a different person i'd probably be on it already like i'd be talking you know i'd be going hyper over it but yeah i don't know it's weird i mean i'll probably i'll come back to it when i'm like really i'll just have to like there'll be a day where i wake up and be like oh ghost of Shima. i'm kind of in the mood for that sure, so start playing sure. it. but yeah i haven't felt that in a long time so and it'll be on the ps5 <laughs> and it might be upgraded by then so i was gonna say cool. yeah that might be some upgrading thing going on so yeah yeah before we dive into the ac valhalla dlc that they announced jay I'm still not used to DLC being announced before the game's out. That Maybe that's just me being old-fashioned. I've actually noticed it happening a lot recently with a game, a fighting game that's coming out called Guilty Gear Strive. So a lot of people have been looking forward to the the next iteration of a Guilty Gear game. And they've already announced like two or three bits of DLC before the game's even out. So it seems to be the norm now, honestly. I think it's sort of expected, which is kind of might be quite bad for the gaming industry because there might be a lot of game developers who probably have either no plan or a plan of DLC but not for a while after so there's you know if people are expecting a DLC announcement before the game even comes out then they're going to mm. be a bit disappointed when they hear there's nothing happening so I don't know I'm sure it'll balance itself out because it always does but um, yeah I'm, I'm probably more happy about them announcing it before because then it probably it, it gives me more motivation to want to buy the game maybe potentially like if I know there's more co- content coming then I'm going to be like oh this this game has longevity True, I know it's going to last, if unless you know, unless sometimes you hear that nothing about DLC, then you think, oh, I'm only just going to play it for a week and then I'll be all right, you know. True. So it might just give more so, incentive. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I um, I don't want to dive into all the details of the DLC, Jay. If that's okay, I with don't you, actually please. know much about it. So let me give you what I remember. Yeah, tell right, me what you know. Article, right. <laughs> so we got your two main DLC story campaigns. Okay. Jay's looking up anyway. He's yeah, looking I'm, it I'm up anyway. Look oh, Jay, I'm telling you. Yeah, Let me on. tell I'm you listening. before you look it up. Let me not, tell you I haven't you look looked up. yet. I haven't looked yet. Trust me. Go on. Okay. Two main story campaign DLCs. Okay. So very much in the same vein. Like one of them's in Ireland, one of them's in Paris. So wow, kind of like loads. Legacy of the First. Well, not well. Legacy of the First Blade and Fate of Atlantis type thing, right? I don't think they're split into three episodes though. Then you've got free updates. I think that includes modes and stuff. And then you've got another free aspect. I think it's free. It's the seasons, which sounds like, Jay, this is interesting to me. They are implementing the Fortnite season type, I don't know what you want to call it, progression system into a single player game. Okay. I, I really don't know much about it. And I would like to get your view on that. But 
in short, this game's going to have loads of DLC, which is great. I'm looking forward to this generation. It's going to be my generation of I played the game, I completed the game, and I'm coming back to it every like few weeks because it keeps getting content. That's going to be my experience for you know this what? gen. This is kind of blowing my mind a little bit because if this is like the new norm of like DLC, like everything about DLC being told before the game even comes out, it then actually allows me to plan things in my head because I know just of like when I'm going to like potentially be in the mood for things. Correct. Just for me personally. I know I'm probably not going to be playing AC until well after Cyberpunk, right? And the first set of DLC is supposed to go live, the first season supposed to go live in december which is about the time i'm going to be playing it yeah so that kind of lines up with my usual mood when i play a game and if the dlc is already there i'm a lot more likely to play it than waiting around to then come back to it i guess the only bad thing is that the second season is supposed to be coming out in march of next year so i've then got to wait a few more months to be able to enjoy that so you know i don't quite know how i'm going to feel about that at the time and season but from three what i'm four, looking at it looks apparently. pretty amazing yeah it looks impressive. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about three and four here. I've only just seen about one and they, two. They're but... coming out later next year. Well, that's good. I'm gonna guess that's probably gonna be fall and winter, correct? Of 2021 and 2022. One. Like it'll and probably be January hope... in 2022, I imagine. It impresses me so much that yeah, they I'm have impressed. so much content. It's insane. Yeah, I'm kind of blown. Up. I'm now reading the list of stuff that's involved. And I'm like, wow, there's some pretty good stuff in here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's one or two things where I'm like, I might not even bother with that, but then there's other things where I'm like, I don't really know what that is, so I'm I'm likely to just like gonna want to see what it is anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, they're yeah. fairly vague about what they're doing. So, I actually, Jay, I get a little bit of anxiety with the thought of having to finish that game and then kind of be like, oh, I've got you know, I know we talked about this a lot with AC Odyssey, but like, I don't want to finish Valhalla and think be like, I have to finish two campaign things i got to participate in this season thing like i want to finish it maybe you have to do a couple of bits and bobs and then kind of leave it for a bit and then like i say come back to it now i know there's arguments against that you forget how to play the game i mean like we can't yeah, annoys man. me come that, on. that annoys me come though on. i'm kind of on that board of things like if i if i play ac for let's say two weeks right and then i've got to wait until march for the second season of dlc by the time I come back to it, I'm going to have forgotten everything that I'd done in November, December, and I'm going to have to relearn it again. And that probably means I'm not going to be able to enjoy it as much as if I'd had gone straight into it from when I was first playing it. So it's, you know, it's, it's 50 50. I'm not, again, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to feel. I'm hoping I'm going to feel fine about coming back to it, and hopefully it will click soon. I think the, the distance of me playing it in maybe like middle of December to March is enough of a gap, or to, a small enough of a gap for me to not lose the memory of it too quick although i did play odyssey in july i think yeah end of july yeah, of like august. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, i think yeah. by august and probably by the end of september Even June. Even by the end June, of september maybe. i'd sort of forgotten everything about it so you know that was, that was about a month or so so you know i probably will forget everything but hopefully i won't as much Hopefully I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree, Jay. That obviously a lot of that memory, muscle memory, even will lose lose itself. But but what I am saying is, I, I genuinely think if you sat down for ten minutes and just explored the menus, remembered how to play the game, you'd be fine. Yeah, I think that's where my my annoyance with it comes. Is just like <laughs> you don't want to do that. No, it's just like me not knowing exactly how to get back into it smoothly. Like, what do I do? Do I just run around for a bit? I guess. <laughs> yeah do whatever you gotta do yeah Baby do steps, man. yeah if, if i'm like you know if i feel like it's important enough then i'll make myself do it so you excited about the other uh geographical locations for the dlc i mate? am i've actually been googling not for the dlc necessarily but for the main game i've been googling some areas where i'm like oh that's what that is cool uh uh-huh. dlc wise i only really know about the pat the france side of things i don't know it's about just... anything else I think the other one's Druids and Island, but I could be wrong. Yeah, about I saw that. the Druids thing, but I wasn't sure if that was like. So, you say so an island, because that could be like a Norwegian island, or I don't know. I think it's Northern Ireland. So, what as in like Ireland? I R E. Yeah, 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 yeah. I S L. No, no, no. no. As, in, as in the the country next door. Okay, but Northern Ireland, sure. That's. Um, that actually make a lot of sense, to be honest, yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. And interesting again, Jay, that we're going back to another place in AC history. You know, we've already been to Paris before or France, whatever. So yeah, it'd be interesting be to interesting. see what they do with that. Because it'll obviously yeah. be an older version of Unity, basically, won't it? It'll just be like a I assume, different version I, of Unity. Yeah, I assume they're going to make it from scratch, but I could be wrong. I imagine they'll probably keep a similar like base level, but then the buildings sure. will look completely different. Because obviously it's like revolutionary yeah. France. It looks probably a lot different to like, you know, 800 or, yeah, I think 700 buddy AD France. It'll look very different. Yeah, 100%. But... Yeah, the hype's kind of building for this game now, mate, I think. And uh, it's one of those games, you know, where it's kind of like a no-brainer. Like, you don't... Because of the, because it's basically one of the best launch games for either console, I think everyone's looking at AC and just going like, well, yeah. Like, that that seems like an obvious... Apart from Cyberpunk and Miles Morales, that seems like an obvious place to go for a great quality AAA game at launch. I'm not sure if it was today or yesterday, but AC is now available to pre-order on Xbox Series X. And there's like the special editions. So you've got the one with the statue of Ivor. And then you've also got... So you can either get the one with the statue or the one with the hidden blade. So you can now get like a fully sized hidden blade for like cosplaying and stuff. It does cost quite a lot of money though. I I was looking at it thinking... Do I want to get that? Probably not. <laughs> but there is the version. Yeah. There is actually a fairly cheap version with the game plus the season pass as well. So I'm, I'm definitely going to get that one. Oh yeah, it's is that a thought, get, actually? Is that a digital version? I think you can get both. I think you can get either digital or physical. Yeah. See, I need to start thinking about that because I haven't done that before, but I probably should for money. Yeah, the season pass is supposed to be forty pounds separate. That is a lot of money. So the if you buy the game and the season pass, I think it's eighty pounds. Jay, this, I want to emphasize this is exactly why we need to be careful with the games we we invest our time in because when you're investing this much money, I think it's important. Yeah. So basically, you either pay eighty pound now or a hundred pound later. Exactly. Because let's say you buy the game for sixty pounds separately, and then buy the season pass, you've then got to pay a hundred. But if you pay eighty now, you get both. Yeah. So you're saving yourself, yeah. but you've also got to think, well, am I actually going to be that invested to be able to play all the DLCs? True so that. It's up to you, True really. Isn't it, you know? it is a bit of a gamble when you this, don't This know game isn't going to come down yet. in price soon. So, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Xbox Series X games aren't going to come down in price probably until at least a year from now. Dude, I just hope it's got an element of polish to it. You know, I really, I'm really proud. Yeah, I'm worried that. actually because when a lot of people, I actually looked back on some old videos of people saying that Odyssey was not good when it first came out. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. not polished. It was just like a jittery frame rate drop in version of the, of the game it is today. So, yeah. I'm actually thinking, even if it is like that, I'm not going to be that worried, actually, because Genshin is actually pretty f- bad with its frame drops. So, I've been kind of used to it. Plus, I've been playing Avengers, obviously, weeks ago, and so that's pretty bad with its frame <laughs> drops. Too. So, at this point, I've all... basically just been playing games that have been dropping frames the entire time. I'm just used to it. I would also say that I. I believe people when they say this game's built from the ground up for next gen, but I also it's also on uh, previous gen. So I would hope that the next gen basically just allows it to be smooth and stuff. And, and yeah, I'm hoping that the, I mean? the next gen basically gives it that year of, of extra polish, basically. Yeah, but exactly. If you, if you played it exactly. on Xbox One, it would probably be really jittery and awful to play. Yeah. And probably yeah. very like matte finish. There wouldn't slow be anything. Yeah, it'd be slow and, yeah, and not shiny. Yeah. It would just look very matte. But yeah. if you play it on next gen, it'll probably be more a lot more polished, and it'll just run smoother in general. So hope so. Well, and, and last thing on that, Jay, just a small one from me is that the Master Chief Collection is getting a Series X update. I th- oh, I'm not. Let me check the date. But I think I have the Master Chief Collection. Dude, great. I mean, incredible game, obviously. Yeah. Apart from the fact it's completely broken. But anyway, yeah, it, it won't be launch day, but it will be this year. It'll December, run right? Yeah, 120 frames per second. Oh, sorry. Hold on. November 17th. Oh, that's um, even sooner. So fully optimized for series, 120 frames per second in campaign and multiplayer. And, um, We're not getting 120. It says 120. We're just not. No, it'll, it'll probably in the small text say up to. You're right. I can almost right. guarantee you that we'll probably be getting minimum 90 Thing is, Jay, though, it depends on what TV you have, because I think some TVs can't run anything above 60 frames, right? Well, 
Shay, am I am I a bit am I going a bit dumb here? But like, we haven't even achieved sixty at four K yet, and everyone keeps bringing out these Halo people. They I keep mean, bringing out one hundred twenty, dude. Next gen is supposed to be that big of a jump. Sure. Although I think from the testing, one people getting like ninety, people couldn't get above ninety on old games. Right. So right. hopefully these new games allow it to go further, but. Well, it sounds like Halo's put an emphasis, but I just Honestly, want to as bring long that as we up. get six, I mean, I've been so used to like thirty frames. Like thirty yeah, frames exactly. has been the base of games for the last almost decade at this point. So anything exactly. above that is just nice. I agree. I just wanted to bring it up because I do have a soft spot for that collection, but it's good to see they're still supporting it. I guess, and yeah, well, I'm no, surprised actually. I would have thought but... they gave up on that because they obviously should be putting all their time with their internet. Infinite. Yeah. It's a fair point, my friend. It's a fair point. I don't really see the demand, really, for the uh, the collection at this point. Mm. It's been and gone, really. Could, maybe they thought, well, look, it's going to be a year from now, so why don't we give them some Halo in the meantime? I mean, yeah, as long as they haven't given too many people away for it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, true. And I would also state that one of the most popular games for Xbox One is the, or one of the best, so they say, is the Master Chief Collection. I think that says a lot about the Xbox One mm-hmm. game library. Speaking of TVs, mate, take us through what you've bought. I have a Samsung T seventy one hundred. Oh, that sounds sexy. How many inches? Tell me. Oh wow, okay, you're making this weird now. It's forty three. So oh, I didn't know, but I compared my old TV to this one, and I haven't been playing on a forty inch TV. I've been playing on a thirty two inch TV this whole time. Oh Jay, you're it's tiny. Love it. Like this, in- so it's so big that it doesn't actually fit on my Desk. drawer. Yeah. So what I've had yeah. to do is, I've sent you a picture, didn't I? Yeah. What I've had to do is I've got like a mini sort of bedside table thing that's beside my my desk. I've had to put that up against it and then put my old order eighteen sixty six box on top of that and have my TV sit on top of that. So I'm now looking at something that definitely is stable but has the potential to not be stable. So I am a little Does it worried. Look level? It is Does level. It look level. It's exactly level. Okay. Fine. I'm very lucky. The thickness of the box is exactly the distance between the top of the desk. And the bedside table thing, so I'm lucky, very lucky. Okay. But right. my my PlayStation is now half hanging off of the thing, so I've got to worry about that now as well. Oh, but there will be a day where I'm gonna get rid of that and move it out of the way anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just I'm glad you got a four inch TV, dude, and it sounds like a lush TV. I mean, it's so big. Have you played anything on it already? Does yeah, it look I played Genshin today, and I've watched Netflix today as well, just to see. I was a little bit concerned about some of the blacks and maybe like the color in general, but it still looks good. I think it's just because I'm not used to it yet. That's probably what it is. Have you messed around with the settings at all? Yeah, so part of the reason why I bought this one specifically is it comes with Game HDR, I think it's called, which is basically like a specific game mode that detects it automatically as soon as you plug in a console, and it basically makes all the color that much more better, basically gives you the right yeah. volume settings and everything like it's it, it worked straight away so i was like yeah this is cool it works it's supposed to look um, you know immensely better which it does to me already so it's just Good. so weird like how i've been playing on such a small screen it's the reason why like, i don't have to sit at the edge of my bed anymore <laughs> like i can actually sit on my pillow and like see the screen properly so i'm happy about that dude i'm happy for you man i think yeah. you did the right you did the right thing. So I feel like it really is a necessity, honestly. Like I feel like you really can't play this next gen without a good enough TV. Dude, you can't. It's not going to be the same. You just want to bring up quickly. Obviously, we we finished Destiny Two free content between us, we which did. is good. Before it got vaulted, so that's that's a victory for the TGO show. Yeah, what we're like two and a bit weeks out from it being vaulted. Yeah, we, two yeah, and a half we, weeks or whatever. So yeah, we got that yeah, done in time. Yeah. How do you, and I just I did ask you afterwards, but um, did you enjoy any of it or? Well, yeah, of course. You know, it's always fun playing Destiny. I think for me it was more just like I like starting from the beginning of anything. So yeah, it's just nice to do that again. <laughs> Dude, there is something about that. There is something. Well, yeah, about I've done that. it with Skyrim a million times. I've done it with Fallout a million times. I've done it with Pokemon yeah. a million times. Like I enjoy the first hour of every game more than the rest of the bloody game most of the time. I don't know why, I just do. Like that there initial part of the game, like just, I think games are just good at getting you hooked on in that first hour, aren't they? Like they, they have to be. 
they have to be intriguing enough to make you want to play it for the rest of the hundred plus hours or however many hours you want to play it for. So it's almost like watching a TV show. There has to be enough of an action thing to happen within the first ten minutes, or maybe the first episode for you to be like, right, I'm definitely going to watch the rest of it. Hmm. Similar type stuff, which is why I'm hoping that Cyberpunk and Valhalla are a similar thing. That you know, the first hour is going to be bloody like sparks and gun battles and all sorts. You know. Yeah, okay. it's gonna it's gonna hit you. I mean, obviously, there's there's the classic example of the FPS campaign where the best mission is the first mission because they just put all the resources into it. Actually, one, to make it look really impressive. One thing I am a bit concerned about is I'm not gonna be able to follow a guide for for AC. I'm gonna be able to follow some of a guide for Cyberpunk because I actually bought the hardback guide for it. But I'm not gonna like I'm there's potential for you know missable stuff, so I'm a little bit worried about that. But hopefully with, with Valhalla, I won't have played it long enough for there to be guides, hopefully. That's part of the reason why I don't want to play it straight away, is because by the time I play it in December, there will already be enough content online for me. Like, oh, I can now look up the solution to this, rather than me having to just like figure it out and spend 10 hours trying to figure something out. That's true. Do you get stuck on AC games? Well, it's not that I get stuck. It's that I can't be asked to figure it out. <laughs> Fair enough. Like there's, I feel like there's a very fine line between being like really annoyed at being stuck and just being like, well, I could probably figure this out if I spent the next half an hour, hour trying to, but I don't want to waste that time, so I'll just go and look it up anyway. Yeah. Either I look, either I spend five minutes looking it up and I finish it in the next ten, or I spend half an hour to an hour thinking I can do it and then not actually being able to do it, and I've now wasted forty-five minutes. Just waste of time. So what game are you going to play in between now and Cyber, mate? Uh, I was actually thinking Pokemon, honestly, because I still need to do the, the first... DLC? Yeah, I still need to do the first DLC. Is the second one out yet? I saw some... It's out soon, yeah. Okay. Um, but I, you know, Pokemon's one of those games where the moment I turn it on, I get bored. <laughs> I don't... The greatest compliment Jay's ever given. Yeah, but that's only, like, after a game's come out. Like, I played... When a Pokemon first came out, I played it for, you know, weeks. <laughs> Maybe even months, honestly. But then, you know, I finished playing it and I don't really want to... It's like that having to come back and relearn everything. It's just like, oh, I really can't be able to sit there and learn this for the next couple of hours. It's boring. So I just need to, I need to wake up and get in the mood or something. I'm still obviously doing Genshin daily, so... I don't know. And I did actually Mate, pull a pretty good character on there. Not the one I wanted, but still a good one. So Good. I actually think that's a really good shout jay because you know what pokemon is just different like any nintendo game Very. from here to cyber is not going to exist within that same plane as a lot of the console games that you could participate in before cyber comes out like even if you played wolfenstein 2 there's a there's some similarities there but what i'm trying to say is like pokemon is completely different so that's refreshing that's different before you jump into cyber which you know is open world is whatever this and that first person shooter and you've got loads of games like that still no confirmation on pre-orders for consoles i've been looking literally i've been checking like three times a day just in case i've like you know missed out on it and there's still like no nothing of like it's coming soon yeah good good thing to bring up mate it's getting bad it is looking honestly i'm kind of worried that there's going to be another run of pre-orders and they're going to run out too quickly so that we're not going to be able to get one. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, although we do have a week after release before Cyberpunk for us to potentially get something, so. You're right. I, I You're say, right. If I don't get the chance to pre-order the uh, Xbox Series X, I'm going to have to pre-order um, PS5. AC, I think. Ah, uh, okay. So I'll, I'll definitely get that, but I'll, yeah, I mean, I'll have to would you ever compromise, Jay, and play something on PS4? Like, like, okay, worst case scenario, are you playing Cyberpunk on PS4? No. Interesting. Definitely Interesting. Not. You say that now, Jay, and I'll tell you, day one when everyone's playing it, that is a fucking tough question. Well, this is the thing. Actually, someone brought this up, and I was really concerned about it. Um, so I follow maybe two or three Cyberpunk sort of like fan accounts. They're like countdown accounts. And they show off like new gifts and new artwork and new news and stuff. And one of the things that one of them said was, look, there's going to be a day, a few days before the game comes out, where all these streamers and all these reviewers are going to be showing off the game. And I'm not going to spoil anything, basically. They're like, right, there's going to, there's, you know, no, there's going to be no spoilers on this until the day it comes out. Like, it's not happening. 
So I'm a little bit worried. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna have to basically not be on social media for like a couple Correct. of weeks before. Correct. I think I'll go on Correct. YouTube, but I obviously won't watch the videos, obviously. But again, Jay, this is such a weird game to me to have that culture behind it. Like, it's a bit like Last of Us Part 2, which I get way very more. Similar, because, very similar, yeah. Because I'm like, Witcher 3 is like a gamer's game. And Cyberpunk is a gamer's game. And yet gaming industry has got so big that like we have, like it reminds me of episode seven. And I'm like, that's just so weird to me that gamers would spoil something like Cyberpunk. It's not necessarily spoiling. I think that a lot of game companies have given early versions of games that streamers are allowed to play on stream just to get the hype up. But I feel like Cyberpunk shouldn't be one of those games. Do you think they've have they reportedly already got these copies? No, they haven't. But I'm I'm just hoping they don't. They will soon. Them. I'm hoping they, they won't. will soon. I know they will, but I'm hoping they won't because <laughs> it'll just they ruin it for soon. so many people. Yeah, that is true. It's just like not fun at the end of the day. I'm sure when the Last of Us Two stuff came out, a lot of people were like absolutely devastated. Yeah, I know I would Sadly. be if it was a similar thing. So yeah, I'd, I wouldn't want that for anybody, really. Jay, I'm selling my Xbox One tomorrow. Yeah, no, you did say. Um, I mean, I'm I'm somewhat tempted, but I'm, I, I might I might just keep mine to be honest. I don't know why, but I'm actually like, I don't know if I can be asked <laughs> to go get rid of it. No, I've got no. Unfortunately, I have no loyalty to it. I'm happy to sell it. I'm happy to put all of that money, and I'm selling a few games as well. I'm happy to put all. Do you of that have money to like wipe it series. before you give it away? I've just signed out and just made it so you can't log into my my account, and I haven't done anything else. Because I'm not sure. I, c- I can never remember whether or not you need your old console to be able to sign into your new one, or whether you can do it like Wi-Fi and stuff like that. I can never remember. I mean, I'm I'm sure that you can do it without the old console. Yeah, I that think would be I'll probably keep mine just in case. But then as soon as I know I don't need it anymore, then I'll probably bother. Yeah, dude, look, I want to put that money towards a series or a PS5. I'm happy to I mean, to I'll probably get rid it. of it, and then whatever money I get from it, I'll put that towards a game after Cyberpunk and AC. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. there'll be something. Or I might even put it towards the PS5 or something. I don't know. Dude, I'm just I'm just hoping games still take them at this point. Yeah, I don't... I, I've been checking the trade-in list, and I think the actual... The, the, uh, the money's gone down from it. I think yeah, it, no I doubt, think, because everyone's trading them in. Yeah, I think it used to be 90, and it's now somewhere sitting around like high 70s or something. Oh, all right, fair enough. So it's getting lower every day. Yeah, so I finished everything I wanted to on the Xbox before launch, and uh, I feel comfortable selling it now. And I'll let you know how the process goes. But between now and Cyber, I treated myself. I bought Crash 4, and I will talk about that at a later date. I think I've decided that when I get the series, I'm going to kind of play some other stuff that I need to do. So whether that be Borderlands 3 DLC, whether that be Destiny 2 DLC, whether that be the Doom Eternal first DLC. Yeah, I saw I'm that. Gonna... That's like a new development, right? Like a new new story? There was like a... Yeah, it's a separate, it's like a separate expansion thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play all that stuff and just do that for a week or however long it is and then play Cyberpunk and then Honestly. play Valhalla after that. <laughs> I feel like the days are getting longer. What do you mean? I mean, they are technically getting shorter because the sun's going down quicker, but it feels like the days are getting longer. Like, every time I wake up, I'm like, it's still, it's still, like, so long until it's coming. Like, it's still two and a half weeks. I'm like, oh, God, it's taking too long. It's been two and a half weeks for the last year. I know, that's true. (laughs) I know that everything's going on at the moment, but it does, I would say, it's difficult to say that. It just feels a little bit off, Jay. Everything feels a little off, you know? Can't get a pre-order. The launch lineup's like 80% old games. I don't know, dude. I guess we can just, like, be hopeful that there's already so many people who have already pre-ordered. True. And I also saw on game that the only specific, you're only allowed to buy one per person as well. I, I should hope so. So, yeah, which is good, because I'm hoping that if people were going to try and buy a second one, they wouldn't be allowed anyway, so... I can't imagine why you would want to buy a second one because it loses its value the moment you buy it. Not very much point, is there? So in line with next-gen preparation and hype, Jay, last week we went through our favourite PS1 games, so this week is arguably the golden era for us. It's it's sort of like our perfect time, really, isn't it? 
I, I would I would say the so. The one we put the most, so. the most amount of our lives into, probably. So this generation is the Sony PlayStation 2 and Microsoft's original Xbox. I love, Jay... how, I love how we call it the original Xbox. Like I still do that. Yeah. The OG... it, it annoys me that you have to say original because if you say Xbox, someone's like, what, the Xbox One? And I'm like, yeah. no. They go 360? I'm like, no, the original one. Like You have to say it. Like I, I when you say PlayStation, nobody says like. Like if you mean to say PS2, it's just so much. It's so easy to say PS2. <laughs> the original Xbox just takes so much longer to say. You're so lazy, Jay. I'm, I'm extremely. That's why I'm from Norfolk. That's all. That's why. <laughs> We're lazy. That's why we slur our words and talk with a funny accent sometimes. It's easy to say oh, things I quicker. Yeah. I feel that. I do that all the time. So Jay. I'm not sure there's not much I can contribute right now to the PlayStation 2 discussion. In yeah, terms I can't of really give too much. I can give a, a decent amount, but I don't know. Well, like, we all owned one, and it was the tits. <laughs> well, I totally didn't say. own one. My dad owned one. Oh, the only, the so... only consoles I've actually owned myself are a GameCube, an original Xbox, a 360, an Xbox One, and a PS3 and a PS4. Nothing okay. else. I mean, unless you cost, unless you count handheld stuff, but I'm not going to count that. Like a Switch, I guess you can count, but yeah. So I've never actually yeah. owned a PlayStation 1 or a PlayStation 2. Like, I was more of an Xbox person back then, really. So the only yeah. real time I got to play those is when I was with my dad at the time. So. Yeah, see, that. The idea I said to you when we were building the list, right? I was like, you know, I look really fondly on these original Xbox games, but. I think that's because the PS2 is just the absolute standard. So it is weird for me to hear that you had an Xbox and not a PS2 because I only probably like the Xbox games that much because they were so different from PS2, which I was used to. If I didn't have any PS2 games to relate to or uh, just the original <laughs> Xbox, I, I would feel left I'm out. I'm probably the other way around, out. honestly. Like from what you just said, I'm sort of like the opposite of that. So I guess we're like two pieces of the puzzle. Right? Wow. Did you ever have the original Xbox controller, Jay? Oh, that's, really, really I loved one. it, yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> Fair. What did you... Mate, I'm not being funny. The original Xbox is freaking huge. It's funny because obviously back then my hands would have been a lot smaller, right? So the console yeah. would have seemed... E like the, the controller would have seemed even bigger because it was massive. Like it's still like this big. It's like it's about as big as your face. But with a kid's yeah. hands, it's like even harder to move, so... Yeah, I probably would have played it really like this, like like playing a fight stick or something. I don't know. <laughs> and the console's huge. Do you think? Did you think at the time it looked really cool, Jay? The original Xbox. Yeah, no, I do like the design of it. It is big. It is like it's big, but it's big. I liked it. Yeah, I liked that it was. I liked the. I mean, I think why Xbox have kept black this whole time is because it's like the Xbox trademark really is the black and green, isn't it? And they're like two. They're like my two favorite color pairings, like. Anytime like a like a really like neon green goes with like a really matte black or a shiny black, just it just goes really well. So yeah, I just I've always liked it. Dude, it I tell you, you know when we talk about like Sony's got the suit on and Xbox is the teenager, you look at the original Xbox and it just looks like it's trying to be cool, you know, like it is that console. Yeah, and, no, it definitely um, tries to, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the Xbox a lot, actually. I got it way late, but I found what I loved about the original Xbox was the games were just so different. Like, I was like, oh, I won't find games that I love on this that are exclusive. And then, you know, you start out the list. You, I mean, Fable, for God's sake. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah, Fable was the biggest got, one, I'd say. Obviously, you've got the two Halos. you got... I'll yeah. let you go into detail in, in your stuff, Jay, but Halo 1 and 2, obviously Halo 2 has a special place for me and you, I'd say. KOTOR 2 and 1, which I played way later. I mean, KOTOR 2 is a phenomenal game. Do I know that game? Is that what it is? Oh, nice. No, I was going to say. Yeah, no, I... You show, I you're showing your age, Jay. You're showing your age. I am. I, I played that, but I didn't play it as... I actually found that game very difficult at the age I played it at. That would have been two thousand and what four, is, so I would have been like eight or nine. So it was it wasn't quite I, my brain wasn't quite developed enough for me to enjoy that at the time. I've come back it, to it since, but even so, I'm like, yeah, it's still quite confusing to me. 
me and my brother got notoriously stuck on that. Project Gotham Racing 2 was one of my favorite racing games. I don't know why, it just was. Max Payne, again, super gritty at the time. Me and my brother thought the bullet time and all that stuff was great. Yeah. And a shout out to... So basically, right, my brother went through a period where he liked bounty hunters and he liked kind of like camo. No, no, no. Do no, you no, mean no, like, no. The, like the actual, like, just a bounty concept. hunter and the concept? Correct. Right, okay. Correct. And he liked camo and stuff like that, right? See, I still, in... I like those colours. <laughs> My room is actually in... based off of that. I've got, like, browns, beiges, and greens. But not the well, actual, short, like, together, I guess, you know. In short... Oddworld Stranger's Wrath at the uh-huh. time was literally my brother's perfect game. Yeah, it's a good game. I enjoyed it at the like, time. You, you're a bounty hunter, and that is the colour palette, and <laughs> um, that was basically his perfect game. But anyway, I'm not going to go too long on the games, but, I mean, Thief, Deadly Shadows or something was an awesome game that I played, <laughs> and um, Riddick, the graphics were yeah, incredible. Yeah, Riddick was but... probably one of the more standout ones, definitely. Yeah, give me give me some of your games, Jay. Right, I'm gonna list these off, and I want to see if you like actually know any of these. Did you ever play FIFA Street? By the ghoulies. That's another good one. Yeah, a couple of these. Uh, FIFA Street. Did you ever play FIFA Street? FIFA Street Two. Okay, I played the first one. I might have touched the second one, but probably not as much. Superman Returns. I remember you playing this game. Okay, you can just play Incredible Hulk, aren't you? Yeah, Hulk too. Yeah, yeah Hulk's on the list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Call of Duty one, two, and three. Uh huh. I played those. There was a game called My Street. Do you remember this? No. I recommend you Google it. Cause it's hilarious. Um, okay. Ford Racing two was a big one for me at the time. I don't know why, but I played oh, that. Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Another massive one for me: Sonic Heroes. Yes, good shout. Yes, good right. Shout. How like how fun was that? I honestly still want to play it. Like it's just fantastic. Good shout. Uh, Ultimate Spider Man was probably one of the probably my my first iteration of really enjoying Spider Man. Uh, Ultimate Spider Man. Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, because oh, I actually I had, the, I had the graphic novel as well. I really enjoyed that. It's actually it, probably my least known... favorite graphic novel of Spider Man, but my more favorite of the actual games. It's like up are there. these Pretty Xbox good. games? Xbox, yeah. Yeah, dude, Ultimate Spider-Man is an awesome game. I actually played it like a few years ago. I think I still the frame have it. Rate is, the frame rate is bad. Yeah, it's not it's great. Really bad. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think, had two games on Xbox. Okay. I remember them being really scary at the time, but I looked at them recently and they're not scary. <laughs> dude, this My Treat looks terrifying. It's, it was so fun to play. Fair. I played it every day for like months. It was awesome. Fair. Uh, Carry on. Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. Do you ever play those? Oh, Jay, you, you. I'm sure you turned me on to Tie Two because I yeah, Tie Two is amazing. You, tie One you have brought that out from my mind. Dude. I know, right? Oh, I absolutely oh. love Tie. Tie was great. There was actually a Tie Three, but I never played it. No way. I'm gonna look that up now. Yeah, Come on. Uh, you'll like this one, Gun. Oh, you. Gun is the best Western game minus Red Dead Redemption One and Two. I completed. I think I can remember completing Gun and being so proud of myself. I Dude, love Gun's that game. Great game. I think the reason why I love Red Dead so much is because of Gun. Oh, hundred percent, dude. If it wasn't Jay, for that, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Definitely not. Is Tie Three supposed to be any good? I don't know. I never played it. I don't know. All right. Now you got some crap <laughs> uh, games. Fable, right. obviously. You know. Obviously. Uh, you ever played The Warriors? Do you know that movie? I do. I never played the game. The game was pretty fun because it was basically like GTA. Just slightly. It was, it was although I think it was always nighttime. Just because the movie was always in nighttime. And then you had like the Burnout games. Yeah. Like course. Burnout Revenge and like Burnout 3 yeah. and stuff. Okay, you'll like this one Sid Meier's Pirates. Jay, how is that not on my list? I know. I'm surprised. That is one of the favourite games of all time. And I think you probably, I've me played to do it. it. I still have it, I think, on Steam. I've played it recently. I've got it next to me in the cupboard. Yeah, it's amazing. My grandma bought me that, I think, for my birthday or Christmas and um, before she died. And, yeah. uh, Jay, you you turned me on to that game so hard, I had to have it. Yeah, I can't no, it tell you how like 
I was just like, I have to have this game. I remember you playing it and me being impressed, being like how good you were at it at the time. I was like, wow, he's actually like, you know, picked up on this pretty well. Um, time Splitters, I think one and two. Uh, I think I probably uh-huh. played two more than the first one. Two, yeah, uh, me too. Blink, Blink's one and two as well, but I think I only played the first one the most. Me too. Blink's is another massive one. Blink's okay. is such a you won't... I remember, you know, I remember Blink's being slow and clunky. Really? I remember being fast and smooth. Oh, okay. You probably won't know this one, but this is probably... If I had to make a list of my favourite Xbox, original Xbox games of all time, this would definitely be in the top three. Okay. And it's called Galleon Islands of Mystery. Okay. I recommend right. you look it up, because it is probably my one... It is just... The reason why I like this so much is because the for some reason your character when he jumped was extremely floaty, like to but the like point where Destiny floaty, worse, like way more floaty. Like there was it was almost like the gravity was turned off. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but what, the game what, just what, made it so the gravity there was just like no gravity. You just what jumped. What's the game called again, early. Jay? It's called Galleon Islands of Mystery. Islands. Okay. Yeah. It's actually got a pretty. I guess like a six point seven on on Metacritic, but it is it, is, it looks awful. But okay. I remember playing it, and it is just it's it plays so much better than it actually looks. Oh my god, it actually looks really bad. Do you know what's funny about it? I think it was the it was actually the inspiration for the eagle thing for Assassin's Creed. All right. Because I remember the eagle thing being part of it. Like you could, you could jump off heights and you could do the eagle thing for some reason. Dude, Sudeki. Yeah, I've got that on my list. That was literally my next thing. Oh, again, another game that Jay just made me have to buy. Okay, uh, Splinter Cell, the original one. I never played the Splinter Cells, really. Well, I didn't I think... play them that much, but I played them enough to still have some level of memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to include these all as one, but SSX games, like the snowboarding never games. And then there was another one called Dark Summit that was pretty good. Okay. Um, and then Simpsons Hit and Run, another classic. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, Crazy Taxi. Great game. Jay, is that is that the game where people are carrying around Xboxes when, when you... No. On what? Like NPCs in the game are carrying around a box of an X, like a brand new Xbox. On Crazy Taxi? Yeah. I think so. I can't remember that. Okay. Uh, the soundtrack that. to that was amazing at the time. Um, Toe Jam and Earl course amazing games uh fusion frenzy okay do you ever play that i didn't i feel like that was probably probably one of the best co-op like games to play at the time well, uh, let's do this backwards compatible so i have three more this is like uh, quite a strange one there was a game called star wars obi-wan i know what game you're on about like it was literally just an obi-wan star wars with game. the green was it yeah green light? I had a green yeah, light yeah. it was the ewan mcgregor obi-wan yeah 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 um Jet Set Radio Future, perfect Never game. Played, Probably fair. one of my favourite games. Again, top three Xbox games of all time. Okay. Uh, and then Cell Damage. Never Dude, heard of you it. have to Google Cell Damage. I'm pretty sure you played it. You had to have played it. There's on no the, way you didn't. There's no way you didn't. Jay, play on the it. Star Wars front, quickly, I just want to give a shout out to Star Wars Bounty Hunter and also yeah. Republic Commando, which is one of the best. I think Star I Wars played those on games. GameCube potentially oh yeah or maybe even ps2 oh my god dude this cell damage looks incredible it was so fun it was basically like wacky races but in like an arena because there was like you had like a really wacky character who had his own his or her specific vehicle but the vehicles had like a punching glove it was almost like acme from from (laughs) uh what do you call it crazy tunes or whatever Oh yeah, but it was pretty similar to that. It was, the soundtrack was pretty cool too. So. That's cool, man. That's my like pretty much my entire list of Xbox games. I have a few more that you probably won't won't get. There was like one there, there was one that was just, oh, it looks amazing. I don't know how 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 it looks good now, but it's called XG three 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 Extreme G Racing. Okay. And you might want to Google that one as well because I remember looking at the front cover and being like, "Ooh, this looks good." <laughs> Do you oh, have man. any? I really wish I could play this game again. It looks so good. Do you have any PS2 ones, Jay? You don't worry if you don't. I do. Oh. Yeah, the PS2 is very lot less. Bully, I think I played on PS2. Bully, bully. Second Tag bully. Tournament was a massive one. 
Okay. God of War 1 and 2. You played those? Yeah. Completed them both, too. Let me let me just quickly, Jay, give a story on this. So yeah. I bought God of War 2 for PS2. Didn't play the first one. Don't ask me why I bought the second one. Okay. I, I was stuck on this bit, right? And then my mate borrowed it, showed me how to do it. And then I just remember thinking, this is one of the best games I've ever played. Do you remember what bit and, you got stuck on? Oh, dude, it's so embarrassing. There's a bit right after the start where you're on Pegasus or yeah. whatever you want to, and you have to like, you have to spin the thumbsticks when the wind's coming at you. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, I think I probably got stuck on that as well for a little while, more than likely. And the puzzles completely stumped me, by the way, and like I found them really yeah, irritating. Yeah, like depending but... on what age you played it at, you probably had a very different experience. Yeah. Because I didn't come back to them until like way after. I probably was like thirteen, maybe, when I played Dude, them, or like twelve. That game... or 13. It's so incredible. Like for me, for me, God of War Two was when I was like, Corey Biolog is. Someone I played God of War Three on PS3 as well. That was again just infinitely better than the last two. Sure. Um, all of the GTA games apart from four. Jay, how do we break this down? Because I never played Vice City and I never really played Three, but I oh, love San Andreas. Uh, so yeah, so I did you... play Three. I played San Andreas and I played Vice. I think I might have touched three, but barely. Sure. Um, San Andreas is definitely the best one. Vice City is so close underneath it, and then everything else is below it, I'd say. Definitely. I think we might have to come back to ranking those at some point. Yeah, sure. But yeah, they, they were pretty amazing. I think this one is probably the biggest one for both of us, is Ratchet & Clank. Oh my god, Jay. Specifically... Ratchet & Clank 1, 2, and 3 is my childhood. <laughs> Specifically, up your arsenal was my favourite one. I think. Agreed. The third think... one, right? Yeah, two has a special place. One's yeah, like knack or whatever. But yeah, one's like, like Jay, three is like, dude. Th- do you know? And it's it's interesting because it's in, it's Insomniac again. But that was again one of those game series where you'd get the second one for Christmas, you get the third one for Christmas, and it was like this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Project Snowblind. Oh my god, this rings a bell. It's actually, it looks awful today, but I remember really enjoying it when I, when I played it. Okay. Um, Dragon Quest Eight. Yeah, I never played it. What, Snowblind or Dragon Quest? Dragon Quest Eight. Dragon Quest Eight was probably, it sort of like revitalised my love of RPGs. Like, I played Tri- Trials of Mana this year. Remember, remember I told you I completed that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, similar yeah. in how it plays. So, that's, again, it's just like one of those ones that has a very cutesy, cartoony sort of style to it. I really enjoyed that at the time. Uh, Need for Speed Underground 1 and 2 on PS2. Again, love of car games back then as well. This is quite Definitely a random one. But Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2003. Okay. I know that's very specific, but I played it a lot. And I don't know, I just remember playing this one specific course at like a Scottish course. And I remember just like really enjoying it. I don't know why. It was just fun to play. Like golf games I still play today, like on mobile or whatever, if I fancy it. Um, you'll like this one, Kingdom Hearts, which I know you obviously didn't play. Oh my, no, but Jay, Jay. I played them growing up, so it's We've discussed this. You let me borrow the first one. Oh, I did? enjoyed okay. it so much. I bought the guide for it Okay. Uh, while I was borrowing it. I think it was your dad's. And I yeah. fell in love with it, got stuck, couldn't move on. But like I told you, when I heard that melody again for the first time in like 15 years, I was like, oh Yeah, no. the soundtrack is what makes it really, honestly. Yeah, so I played one, one and two of that on PS2. Midnight Club, again, Midnight another, Club. another racing. Right, this one you might have to Google, because I can't remember which one me and you played. It was either Champions of Nora or Champions Return to Arms. Champions Return to Arms. It was that one. I think I played Norath, but I don't know if it was with you. It must have been with someone else. Yeah, do you remember those games? Oh, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, dude. yeah, exactly. I remember dude. you got me into that, so I really enjoyed that. That was really fun. I don't know if you ever played the Lord of the Rings games on PS2, did you? Or Xbox? Con- oh, oh, the movie ones, of course, of course. I don't actually have that much of a memory of playing them, but I just remember playing it. I don't remember exactly what it was like. I can um, tell you the... Yeah, yeah, sure. Another massive one, I think, for most boys in general is Tomb Raider. Sure. 
but the the PS2 one, the the sequel, the Legend Tomb Raider Legend. That was a massive game when it came. Like out. it was basically like remember the first one was so blocky, the second one was still blocky, but it was still a lot better in general. Yeah. Um, do you remember iToy with the little oh camera? Oh my god! What a shout out, iToy! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it actually worked pretty well. I'm sure if you yeah, still had that, it probably still works quite well. It did. I'm sure there's someone streaming it right now. Probably, yeah. Um, destroy all humans. I think one oh, and two. Jay, you, oh man, oh so, man. The person who got me into that was you and your brother. I want to say. Sure. I think I played. He, he had them. He had. Yeah, them. I think you. You told me your brother had them, and I was like, oh, I should probably check this out. And then I start playing. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Quick shout out on that, Jay. That yeah. remake has just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, it came out in July. I didn't actually. I, I think I saw one or two people playing it, and then it just went pretty quick. That's sad. I was thinking about getting that. These next four are very random, or next three are quite random. One called uh, Grandia, which was basically just like another JRPG kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Juiced. Do you remember Juiced? No. It's just like a. It was like a crappy. It was basically like a knockoff. Uh. Uh. What do you call it? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Need for oh, Speed. Like, yeah, yeah. The knockoff Need for Speed is really bad. Do you remember Buzz? Yes. Uh, with yes. the with Which the controllers, game? with the red yeah. button and then the colours, like that was really fun. And then do you remember the film Reign of Fire? Yeah. It had a game as well. Oh my god. And I'm pretty sure I played it. I don't know why, but it, I had it for some reason. We had a disagreement about the Van Helsing video game, didn't we? Did we? Was it not? Was it not us? I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe not. Dude, the Van Helsing video game is not good, and I love it. Oh, oh I no, love I played it. it. I didn't. Yeah, I thought it was good. These next two are sort of bunched together, but the Simpsons skateboarding. Okay. Do you remember that? Nah. Okay, there was that, and then there was also Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, which <laughs> is my favorite PS2 game I think of all time. Okay. I'm not joking when I say this. The soundtrack is probably the best. Like American Pie slash early two thousands style soundtrack. Like I still listen to, to that soundtrack to this day. Like I'll okay. listen to it like ten, twenty times a year. Like wow. every other week I listen to it because it's just like so pop punky and good. It's just so classic. Like I really wish I had that game to play because it is just like you could play as Woody, you could play as Buzz, you could play as uh, is it Zorg I think or Zord. You could play as all of the Tarzan characters. You could play as all the Toy Story characters. Who else was there? I don't remember who else there was. Damn. But you could basically like play in maps that were to do with Disney movies at the time, or like Pixar movies. So you could play in Andy's bedroom. You could play in the. You remember the diner that was in Toy Story Two, where they where the uh, the claw machine was, where they go ah yeah, claw. Yeah. You could play yeah, in that yeah. place for some reason. You could play in the the jungles of Tarzan, like it was just it was. I absolutely loved that game. Like, oh, that I think my greatest childhood memories with that game, hundred percent. Like, probably even more than like Fable, honestly. Like, it's up there. It's like really, really up there. I don't know if you had anything similar to that, did you? Where it was just like so, like when you think about a specific time in your life, you just think this game. Yeah, I mean. I don't want to detract from your list, but no, that's that's powerful... pretty much everything I got. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The powerful so one, the powerful ones for me: Ratchet and Clank trilogy, Jack yeah. and Daxter trilogy. Uh-huh. Um, that they are instant nostalgia hits. They bring me back to being a child. I think I only really played Jacks two. Sure. Jack and Daxter two, yeah. Tony Hawk's Underground one and two, a uh-huh. little bit. Had a little uh-huh. bit of that. Tiny, tiny had a little bit, bit of yeah. that. Star Wars Episode Three. I remember that video game being quite big yeah. because of the film and everything. Manhunt One and Two was like <laughs> never the forbidden those. game. Yeah, oh, never okay. wasn't allowed. <laughs> yeah, well, my my I asked my brother like because he would played them, and I was just like, "What do you do?" And he's like, "You, you strangle people." With I actually don't bag. think I found out about that game until the three sixty had already come out. Like it was so not in my like vein of existence. Yeah. I only I thought I've heard about it like on the YouTube like years later. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell yeah. is this game?" Yeah. It was um it really was like kind of like that forbidden kind of Yeah, it was thing. like so spoken about on like American news and they about they should probably ban this kind of game, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it part of the uh, reason Man- why they gave certain games ratings as well? I believe so. Oh, that might yeah. be Manhunt 2. But yeah. yeah probably Manhunt um, 2. Medal of Honor Rising Sun. 
uh-huh. that first Pearl Harbor mission is an absolute masterpiece. I think that and Call of Duty again at the same time was sort of like Correct. those wartime games, so it made sense. I've got to give some Crash Bandicoot PS2 games a shout out. So Twin Sanity, Wrath of Cortex, they have to get a shout out. Sure. Spyro four and five. So last of the good like kind of my era with Spyro. Spyro four. I thought I I just remember it being bad. It is a truly bad, terrible, terrible, terrible broken game. And Spyro five just hasn't quite got it. Lego Star Wars was huge and it's awesome. Yeah, still. I didn't really play it that much, honestly. Fair. I kind of wish I had, but I never really got into it. Soul Calibur 2's got a very soft spot in, yep. in my Another Soul Calibur. in my wing. And I'll finish, Jay, with a game that I only played for the first time probably five years ago or something, which is, I would say, the arguably the best game on the console. No nostalgia needed. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I never played it's, that. That was I a, genuinely didn't know that game existed until about three or four years ago. Genuinely, I had a, no idea. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. That's the thing. People were kept talking about it like it's this like this like um, like great return. And I was like, well, I never heard of it before. So how is it? How is it so great? I never wow. really knew. I didn't. I never really got it. It never. For some reason, I could just it bypassed me completely. Jeez. I never found out about it. Never. Just the last thing on PS2, mate. I to this day I can vividly remember just just pressing that on button and just hearing the ooh you know like the fan or whatever like it just just day after day i spent nights i've spent some nights all night oh my god i don't need to talk about star wars battlefront one and two some of yeah. my favorite games of all time i left that because i thought i knew you'd probably say it <laughs> oh my god I've, we've probably forgotten some but the point is is that i truly you know demolished what? the games i think on i actually two. played those two on pc didn't play oh, them on yeah. PS2. I think I only ever played them on PC. Yeah, strangely. The last um, couple of games that people will know now because of Near Automata, but I knew oh, when they yeah, came yeah. out, which was Dragon Guard or Draken Guard, uh-huh. which are some of my favourite games of ever because of their story. So yeah, I think the um, for me, I remember having uh, music on my original set on my original Xbox like heavier music because i was getting into it at the time like around like nine or ten i was like getting into heavier stuff so my dad was like dad can you put all this heavy music on there so i had like bullet on there and a bunch Jesus. of other stuff and i remember the 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 menus for the xbox was probably my favorite thing about it how like green and neon it was i just yeah. remember i remember it feeling very very matrixy i think I was that's probably, say, why, that's I was probably one of the reasons why i liked it so much is because of how matrixy it felt like to me when i think xbox i think green and when i think playstation i think blue like there's that's always what I think. So, yeah, yeah, great memories all round. True that, true that. All right, Jay, let's finish up. Let's get out of here. Uh, it's time for guess who's review. Give me your three quotes of the game review, and I'm gonna guess them. Right, um, so yeah, it's it's, it's fifteen fourteen to me. I hope we haven't done right. So I have two for this week, and obviously uh, two weeks from now. I'm hoping mm-hmm. we haven't done either of these. I'm just gonna have to really hope. Because they're okay. not on my list, so I'm just not sure if I've guessed them, but we'll, we'll hope, all right? Okay. All right, so here's the first one. Are you ready? First quote. Here we go. Okay. Momentum isn't bogged down with complex technology trees, multiple buildings, and resource-gathering operations. Isn't, sorry. Okay, hang on. Momentum isn't bogged down with complex technology trees, multiple buildings, and resource-gathering operations. I made it vague so you wouldn't get it straight away, obviously. But there's enough there for you. If you knew it, you'd know it straight away. It and I, I will say, I know you've played this game. 100%. It just doesn't make sense that they would define the game by saying it doesn't get bogged down by these things. Well, but, it was more yeah. to do with the second part of the quote, but the first part was just, I guess, to throw you off, I guess. Okay, okay. Read the quote again, please. Okay. Momentum isn't bogged down with complex technology trees and multiple buildings and resource gathering operations. Now that I think about it, the first bit actually is fairly important about momentum. Momentum is fairly uh, important in this. Just like the pacing, I guess. Okay, I'm going to have... A, I've got a guess and I don't think... I it's really right. hope you don't get a show. I'm going to be pissed if you get a show away. I really, I really don't think I'm going to get it. But you I'm going to shoot... I'm going to shoot for the stars. Do not say it. Do not say it. Do not say it. Halo Wars. 
Yeah, it is. You absolutely. Oh, yes! That's so good. That is the best. Come on. Well, you're way ahead now. You're two points ahead of me. Well done. Jay, if it does help, I don't think that quote was easy. That wasn't. I mean, it it got easier. It got a hell of a lot easier. Go on, give us the quotes then. (sighs) Tap the X button to send him there. If the location is empty, your unit will move there. And if it's occupied by an enemy, he'll attack the well-trained marine he is. Okay. So the main part of that was marine, I guess. I don't know if you were going to get it from that. And then the last one would have made it very easy, which was each supply pad you build as the UNSC and each warehouse you construct as the Covenant in multiplayer matches. Okay. Yeah. So you would you would have known it was a Halo game at least by the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have been yeah. like, well, what Halo game has resources and you have to build buildings? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Mate, that's, oh, I'm so glad you picked that game. That's one of my favourite games. You, you don't yeah, I never played the second one. I always wanted to, but I never did. That's a conversation for another time. Thank you, Jay.